Hello, I'm Marion LaSalle with the Senior Estate Concierge. And today I have with me a wonderful a dear friend of mine who I just met. How about that? This is Barry Crispin. Barry is from A Sacred Choice. And we are here to talk a little bit about the Senior Estate Concierge, what it means, what it means to, to be a member of that group, and to talk a little bit about the future of senior care. So let's get right into it. Hi, Barry. Hi, Marion. Thank you for having me. It's our pleasure. Absolutely our pleasure. So I am, of course, the marketing director now for the Senior Estate Concierge. So I get a chance to meet every member. And I am really grateful for that opportunity because I get to know not only the business, but also the business owner, which is you. And you have a partner as well. Is that true? Yes, I have two, uh, Lacey Fox and John Onslaught. Oh, so it's fantastic. Three. That's mm -hmm. great. So I know you've had some experiences with the Senior Estate Concierge. What can you tell us about it? It is an amazing organization. Amazing. Um, I like that. It really is. The first time I went to a meeting, the the attention grabber for me was that you you care to teach people and in in our eyes knowledge is everything which is one of the things we strive to do as a funeral home um the other attention grabber for me was that everyone that is a member has to go through a background check and it's a family it anytime anyone needs anything you just pick up the phone and you're able to call someone and they are there for you so I know that if I need anything, I can contact any of the members and they will do everything in their power to make sure that the family I'm serving is taken care of. That is wonderful. And another thing that I've been noticing a lot is that people, the members of the group, the senior state concierge group, they're working together to help the seniors. So like you said, whatever it takes. So Absolutely. I'm noticing that they're going off and doing uh, partnerships together, doing doing things that, you know, I never even dreamed of together uh, because they met each other at the Senior State Concierge meetings. And we do have two meetings. We have uh, a weekly meeting for each chapter, and then we have a meeting that everyone can come and enjoy each other, our affiliate members as well as our full members. Have you experienced both the Zoom and the in-person? I have. I've done uh, before when we were meeting at the ranch, we, we met there. That was only the central group. And it's remarkable to, to a point where now we have four meetings and it's just going to keep growing. I think Bill and the leadership have done an amazing job at growing this organization and at the same time, keeping the quality of it. So um, I, I've attended the Sugarland the central um and then of course the northwest and each one of them has their own uh what, how can i say their own personality, personality. Maybe. <laughs> they do their own personality and so um and i like to to be able to go to these because you never know there might be families that we're serving in different areas and we'd like to connect them with people that are in that area that's wonderful so mm -hmm. bill graff is the director and founder of the Senior State Concierge. And he he was 
just out doing his job, which is a certified senior real estate agent. I know that's not the exact words for it, but but he helps seniors with the move and selling their home and things like that. And he noticed that there was such a need for the seniors and their families that he decided to start this group and it just started growing from there. Now, COVID did slow everything down a little bit, but we're back up to speed again, really raring to go to help more seniors. So I appreciate you so much. I really want to get into what it is that you do. So the name of your company is A Sacred Choice. Tell us more. What is A Sacred Choice? Yes, ma'am. So we are a full service funeral home. Um, we can help serve families with burial and cremation options, as well as prearrangements. Um, we do partner with attorneys that are helping families take care of their future. And sometimes having that conversation, though we may not want to have it, is necessary. So we try to place information in people's hands, really. And we talked about knowledge earlier, how it's so important. And even though you may not want to have the conversation, you may want to know what the questions are going to be that will be asked of you. That way, you're not taken uh, by surprise. You'll know which documents you'll need to have. And it'll be it'll be a little bit easier than having to do it when you're in an emotional state. How did you start this business? So we started, uh, it's three partners, like I mentioned earlier, and we started after stepping away um, from George H. Lewis and Sons, and we was a something that, that needed to be fixed in the Houston market. Um, we noticed that a lot of families don't have that information up front to be able to make decisions. So we partnered with uh, churches, nonprofit organizations, and just organizations in general to be able to disseminate the information and uh, do presentations. We would come to people's homes to be able to provide the information as well and make those arrangements if necessary. So, you know, you remember the, the doctors that would do house calls? We're, we're kind of like your, your funeral directors that will come to you so you don't have to leave That's your comfort amazing. zone. Yeah, I've never heard of that before. So it's a little, it's a little bit of a different model, but it it definitely helps families feel a little bit more comfortable, and they have full access to us, which means they have our cell phones, they can call or text us anytime, and though it sounds small, it it means a lot when people have to make decisions, they have to let other family members know information, the the way that they're able to reach us, and and we can just give them what they they're requesting in terms of service information, obituaries, um, information for the death certificate. It's, it's all one of those things that it's a very time sensitive um, moment. And the more, I would say the more that they can reach out to us, the better that way they're not, they're the not wondering what needs to do what needs to happen next. Yeah, the pre planning, I think is very important. One of the I know this sounds probably crazy to some people, but my mother had everything arranged. She, we knew that what phone number to call and they came out and did what they needed to do. We didn't have to make any decisions after mm -hmm. she passed. And so, wow, was that, I mean, that a left blessing, a blessing for sure. It was, it was a, they, yeah, it was a blessing. So, 
let's talk a little bit about what it takes. First of all, we have to have the conversation, right? Mm -hmm. When do we start that conversation with mom and dad or, or whoever we're taking care of that has maybe gotten a you know, stage four cancer uh, diagnosis? Like, when do we start having that conversation and how do you start it? That's the, the interesting part because yes, it does it take you knowing your family member. I can tell you from personal experience with, with my own parents, it, it took a long, long, long time for them to even consider it because it's just such a taboo subject. People don't want to talk about it. They think that if they talk about it, it's going to come a little bit sooner and not the case at all. I, for some, you may have to you know, come up against that, that realization that you're sick and you don't want to leave family members in the dark and they really need to know what's going on in terms of finances. So push come to shove, that's going to be the moment that, that they'll talk. For others, it might be a simple uh, friend that may have passed away and it, it hits close to home. And when it does, I think that's... Um, I think it's an opening for them to be able to talk about it. Others will close up. So is there a, a good time? In my opinion, now. Now is always good because if they don't know what you want, how can they honor your wishes? And at the same time, you don't want to leave that burden on a family member, especially if you have you know four or five kids and you know they're not going to agree, you might as well have that in writing so that there are no uh, family problems later on. Barry, do we, do we start a conversation with you first or with our attorneys first to get our like wills together and things like that? What comes first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> so again, it depends. I know a lot of families that want to speak with uh, their attorneys first because they want to take care of the financial portion of it. Um, and then other families that want to prearrange, and, and there is a difference between prearranging and prefunding a service. Prearranging oh. just means you'll write down the details of the service that you're wanting. This okay. is the information that will be requested for the death certificate. And it's in a file, they'll keep it in a safe place, and you can give a copy to the funeral home that you select. Pre-funding takes it one step further, and it means that you're paying for the services that you are requesting. And the beauty in pre-funding is that it, it freezes the price. So if a service costs X amount of dollars now, oh. it's going to cost the same 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now. Okay. Um, some people are comfortable doing that. Others will just, you know, that that's not the route they want to take. And we don't, you know, we don't have a preference. As long as the conversation takes place, we're, we're okay. We just want to make sure that other family members know what to expect. That That's a really good idea to uh, just have a conversation with you first before you go any further, because there's so much to talk about. So how do we make it feel better? How do we make it feel instead of being uh, a real downer? How do we, you know, how do we talk about, just like you said, how do we say, you know, 
we want your wishes known. So let's go down and talk to Barry or let's have Barry over. Exactly. How, how do we want to celebrate your life? Oh, how do we want you to be remembered? Um, you know, what, what do you, what do you want us to do for a service that that's out of the box? Uh, we specialize in out of the box ideas. And I think once people meet us and know that it's not going to be a, if you don't want traditional, then we can, we can talk about something out of the box. If you want traditional, we can do that as well. Tell me more. So we can, uh, um, a lot of families, especially since the weather is so nice, want to do an outside service. Um, And when they do that, we can do anything from butterfly releases. Uh, We, we grow our own butterflies. Most people don't know that actually. (laughs) And uh, we, we give them to the family to release um, either at, uh, park at a venue that they select. Uh, we have partners with different venues in the Houston area. So really anything that they can dream, we can make happen. That We've had families so that say, no, we don't really want the downer service. We want a, a celebration where there's a live band and people are having a good time. And we bring in my favorite food, which was churrascos. And we say, Let's do it. Anything, anything that that they can dream will make happen. Oh, I love that. I really do. So this really opens up a whole new possibility instead of the way our mom and dad had, you know, had it set up for us. You know, it was just a downer. I mean, everybody was a real crybaby and bummer, and it was, you know, real, real melancholy music. <laughs> like, oh, we don't have to do it that way. That mm-hmm. is awesome. You know, that reminds me, what kind of changes have you seen since COVID hit? I mean, it's been about two years now. Have you seen a lot of changes? Well, I think one of the good things is that it it did open up the conversation to having someone pass away. Um, Some people would be okay with talking about it. Others would be okay with at least thinking about it and maybe writing some things down. So either way, it, it opened up that conversation. Um, of course, the live stream before there, there was a percentage of live stream, but it was typically for family that may be out of the country or um, not not something that was done all the time. Whereas now it's, it's standard. It's something that is expected of the funeral home and we're happy to, to be able to connect those people that wouldn't, wouldn't have been able to be a part of the service because they were in another state or in another country. So that's one of the, I would say, one of the biggest changes that we did see. And do you always have those events, those virtual events at your location or do you set up at the person's home? How does that work? So we are, we have had families that want to have their own celebrations at home, which we can definitely help set up. Um, but we have different venues around Houston, and we also work with a lot of churches as well. So if a family is wanting a, a little bit of a more religious, uh, structured service in the chapel, we work with many churches. We simply ask them to give us an idea of where most of their friends and family live so we can find the option that that best suits them in that area. 
And the churches that we're, we're partners with are wonderful. I mean, they, they also want to serve their community. And that's, we partner with people who want to serve. And that's the senior state concierge. That's what they do. That's why we're a part of it. And we believe in it. I understand you do some special work for families of veterans. Tell Correct. us a little bit more about that. Yes, ma'am. So a lot of times, um, veterans may not know what the benefits are in terms of or donation options at the cemetery. And we take it one step back because they will need their discharge forms, which is the, it's called the DD-214. And if for some reason they don't have it, of course, this is prior to death or even after death, we're able to, to submit a request to get that expedited so they have it at the time when, it, when it's going to be needed. So we work with families that if they have um, a spouse that has already been buried there, we can also request those services for the, the spouse that will um, accompany their husband or wife. And we are able to request military honors, as well as a flag folding ceremony accompanied with taps. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. That really, I'm sure, makes the family feel very special. It does. It's, and they served our country. They, they deserve that and more. So um, I noticed, uh, because I was at the Better Business Bureau luncheon the awards ceremony this last week that you got an award you want to we tell us a little did. bit about some of your awards that you've been winning absolutely so we actually were a winner of distinction for the better oh, nice. business bureau um and thank bill for the uh the senior state concierge table and all the providers that were able to attend and uh, we are actually, our partner, John, is in Nashville right now receiving an award from the National Funeral Directors Association, and it's called the Pursuit of Excellence. So we are uh, one of only a few funeral homes in Texas, and I believe the only one in Houston that received that award. Uh, we also have another one from the American Marketing Association, and on Thursday, I'll be receiving one from the Houston Business Journal for uh, Women to Watch. It's just women in business that are moving forward and making making people proud. So I'm, I'm really proud of that one as well. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. You know, it you're changing the lives and you're changing the mm -hmm. direction of how we see the end of life celebration. That is a big accomplishment. So congratulations for that. That's well, good. we're able to do that with partners like you and Bill and everyone that's a member of the Senior State Concierge. We're just extremely thankful to be a part of it. And um, really for our families, they, after we, our, our motto is we want you to be served even after you, you leave us. And if something comes up, I want them to know that they can call me and I, I can guide them in the right way. So take us through a typical day at a sacred choice. What is it that, uh, that you're doing to help families? How do they you know, reach out to you? Tell us, tell us a typical story. 
So a typical day is not always typical. <laughs> I would changes. imagine. <laughs> when I said that, I was like, wait a minute, it's probably not, yeah. It changes every single day. Uh, my partner, Lacey, and I, we are both on call, which means if a family calls and requests our services, we will take care of them. And when I tell you we'll take care of them, that's 24 seven. So if they call at one o'clock in the morning and they need our help, we're there to assist them. And so a typical day can start, you know, one o'clock, two, three, four o'clock in the morning and end all the way up until the, <laughs> the afternoon or the evening. Um, when a family does engage us, whether it's burial or cremation, we talk about the information, but we always send them an email with everything we discussed because oh, chances good. are they're not going remember to change. <laughs> and, and so we've seen that really, really helps. Uh, once they've gone through the information, they have a little bit of time. I mean, sometimes they haven't slept in so many days. And so we just kind of tell them, get some rest and when you're ready give us a call or they'll tell us give me five hours and call me back so we'll do that we'll, we'll call them back whenever they're ready but um, after we email them the information uh, we will request the the details for the death certificate which are then sent to the doctor for their signature now if they are choosing to move forward with cremation uh, we do let them know that we can't move forward with the process until the doctor signs. Houston is really good about having their doctor sign on time. Just so you know, by law, they have 10 days to do so, but most doctors don't take that long. And so once the doctor signs, we're able to move forward and um, return their loved one into their care, whether they would like us to bring them personally to their home, or if they want to come to our office, it just depends. But we try to, to take on as much as possible to, to not really make them get on the road when they've been tired. Oh, that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Barry, this is a personal question, mm -hmm. but I'm sure I'm not the only one. Um, I'm helping a family that has um, a family member that has Alzheimer's. She's at mm -hmm. the very end of her life and uh, hospice has been called in. I imagine you work a lot with things like hospice. Can you mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about, you know, your association with hospitals and hospice and, and the different organizations out there that might be calling you? Absolutely. So um, one thing I will say with hospice, it recently just became something that was a little bit more normal because before I think people had the impression that when they called hospice, their, their loved one was not, was automatically not going to make it. And so hospice has done just a really, really good job at this movement that they have going that really educates people and lets them know it's, it's to make them comfortable to help, not, not to, you know, just be there at the end of life and, not make it easy on the individual as well as the family. So they've done a really, really good job at educating. And some of uh, our partners that are a part of the senior estate concierge are MedCorp. MedCorp Hospice is wonderful. Keith Romans believes in the work that he does. And he's, he's the owner, but we'll, I mean, 
he'll call me on my cell phone at one, two, three o'clock in the morning. And he understands that as, as an owner, you, you have to be there for your families. And uh, we'll talk, we'll see what we can do to help a family and go from there. Uh, we also work closely with Houston Hospice, with um, Three Oaks. I mean, there's just so many that, that we work with and we're really partners. Anything that they need, we're there to assist and vice versa. Sometimes they may just have questions and not necessarily um, need to engage us. And that's okay. We're, we're here to answer. We're a resource to them. I'm really glad to hear that. I, actually, I just switched over different uh, hospice. I, I went from one hospice to another mm -hmm. hospice, which is MedCorp, one of your partners. So mm -hmm. I am so glad I did. <clears throat> just knowing that people care and that they're there for you, no matter what time of day or night, it's just such a comfort. You cannot buy that. You cannot replace it. It's just one of those things that uh, when you're that far into the process of um, moving on to the next stage of our existence, mm -hmm. you know, you, it can happen at any second. It can happen, like you said, in the middle of the night. As a matter of fact, I think a lot of them do happen in the middle of the night. <laughs> it just seems that way, right? Sometimes, but I'm sure it, it's, it varies. <laughs> It just seems like it. It's always in the middle of the night on a full moon. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure that doesn't, that really doesn't have anything to play into it, but uh, you hear about it, especially near Halloween. <laughs> oh, Barry, you've answered a lot of my questions. Is there anything that we didn't ask that you would like to share with our listeners and our watchers today? Because we are on a podcast as well as mm -hmm. being out on YouTube and LinkedIn and Facebook. I would just say um, there there is one topic that we didn't talk about, and it is something that should be brought up. There are families that are, let's say, a single child uh, from a single child, and they may not have family members. And you as a friend are a family member. And sometimes in conversation, you may discuss, oh, if something happens to me, I want you to be the one to take care of things. And that's, that's wonderful. That's great to have the conversation. But in this case, I do recommend to take it just one step further. And there are there is a form that can be signed. It's an appointment to control disposition. And the reason I say that is because in Texas, the legal next of kin has the right. But if there is no next of kin and they're appointing you as a friend, we should have that form ready, signed, notarized so that you're not caught off guard. And it's again, it's going to make that process just a little bit easier. So if you have a friend or if you know of a friend of a friend that may be caught in that situation at some point, uh, feel free to reach out to us. That's a form that can be emailed. Doesn't mean that you have to use our funeral home. It simply means that they're appointing an agent. And the beauty of the form is that it also allows another person to be appointed should the individual not be available. So there's, I believe, three people that can be assigned in the event that the other two are not. Um, so that is something that I always mention uh, because we have friends like that that may not have family and will need that help later on in the future. 
that's so interesting. And no wonder you are partnering with elder care attorneys and uh, elder law um, lawyers, because that I just finished my will and all the forms that you have to fill out. And that one wasn't mentioned. Um, mm -hmm. I would love for you to talk to my attorney, even though she's not an elder care attorney, and maybe, you know, have that conversation with her and, and maybe add that to the forms that you fill out because it's Definitely. true. My, uh, my friend has no kids. Her, all of her family's gone. Mom and dad, her brother's gone. And so what is she going to do? If I'm gone, you know, she's got to have somebody, right? That's exactly. Yeah. And a lot of people think, well, I have a power of attorney. Well, what they don't realize is that power of attorney ends at the time of death. Oh, so no. See, we didn't know that. That's right. <laughs> so this form is good to have as uh, another document to, to be able to help. Oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for all your yeah. information thank and you, spending Marianne. time with us today. I'm going to put your information up one more time, and it is down below um, of this video and on the podcast. You'll see that uh, all this information is there. It's a Sacred Choice Funeral Home, 713-637-4933. Be sure and ask for Barry. Yes. And she will get back to you as soon as she can if she's helping a different family, I'm sure. Absolutely. And uh, I know that you're in good hands when you call Barry. Don't wait. Call her now. Do some investigating. As you can see, there's new things that are happening. You know, that's just, just uh, don't wait. That's all I'm going to say. Thank you, Barry. Thank you for your time and just for having me uh, be a, a member here at this podcast. Absolutely. And remember, this is the SeniorEstateConcierge.com website. And um, I want you to know that we are here for you as a senior. If you have a senior in your family, in your uh, neighbor, a friend, just know that we're here. And we have people like Barry that you can count on no matter what it is that you or your family member needs. So reach out to us. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you again. Thank you again, Thank Barry. You. Bye, everybody. Bye.